Hello, everyone. Are you okay? It's like midweek, so you can reply even more than on a Sunday. All right? Lovely. Fab. Yes. Um, you know, summer, for me, is definitely, and maybe for you, a time where suddenly all pattern goes out the window. So Amy and I have been, we've been married for 10 years this August, got three little kids, and when summer hits, everything that is routine is gone. And actually, I've been so kind of, I don't know, convicted maybe, or, or whatever it might be, but there's definitely a reality that for a lot of us, summer, holidays, even if it's just you know that you've got an extended bit of leave at some point in summer, there is a sense to which pattern goes out of the window a little bit. And uh, in speaking on Sunday as well, in talking about responding to God's word, being people who hear it and respond well and bear fruit for Jesus, I was so struck by how important it is to be people who are deliberate about knowing the word of God being deliberate about making space to, to hear from it in so many different ways. And, and Summer Nights is yet another opportunity to put, I suppose, a pattern of being deliberate about opening ourselves up to God and all that he wants to say to us, all that he wants to speak to us. But can I encourage you, as we think about this idea of being refreshed, that's what we're looking at, the Psalms and the Proverbs in the next five weeks on a Wednesday about being refreshed. Can I encourage you that actually a whole bunch of your refreshment over summer comes from you making your own decisions about what it looks like to spend time with God in and out of routine. So can I encourage you that there's a lot of this that happens outside of these moments that we have together, but also let's believe that the Lord can refresh us tonight as we look at the power of the perfect word, looking at Psalm 19. And uh, we're kind of carrying on our theme a little bit from the church weekend away. Thank you very much. Looks nice, doesn't it? Um, I'm being deliberate about saying we want to be refreshed by God. We don't want to be doing things in our own strength, just trying to plod on. But actually, we know that when we come to Jesus and we're real with him, that times of refreshment will come. And uh, by accepting the power and truth of God's word, that's another encouragement I have for us tonight. We can know our true identity. And more than just feeling a little bit better about some stuff, we can have our souls refreshed. So let's have this open. We're going to go through it. There's, I think there's three, maybe four sections we're going to look at today uh, to recognize three things and to respond uh, in one way to the things that we've recognized. And so as we look at the first six verses, we, we look and we see God revealed in nature, in creator, a creating God, crazy creation, shouting that God is so powerful. And as, we, and as we see this enormous power, but we can also see that probably it didn't happen by accident. You see that they've got the skies proclaim the work of his hands. The heavens declare the glory of God, all in that first, first verse. And, and our response as people who have decided that we believe God is real is to go, wow, thanks. How amazing is this? To the beauty of creation and the truth it reveals about our creator that is powerful hugely, hugely powerful. In Romans 1, Paul kind of refers to verse three and four in this psalm. He says, you know, everyone knows about God because creation proclaims his existence and power. So as we're refreshed today, let's set ourselves off on the right footing and recognize that God is powerful. Recognize that God is powerful. It's a really helpful place to start because when you come up against anything that might feel like it's going to steal a sense of which God can refresh or steal something that he's wanting to say to you or do, if we recognize that he is powerful, then we're putting the things that are tricky in the perspective of that. And Paul doesn't say that we no longer need to tell people about God when he was talking about it in Romans. He says that the message of God's salvation is found in the word. And so 
knowing how amazing creation is, being able to see it as we go through, it talks about they have no speech, they use no words, no sound is heard from this verse three. Yet their voice goes into all the earth, their words to the ends of the earth. Creation proclaims that God is real, that he's big, that he's powerful. But actually it doesn't negate our need to go and, and find out more about who this Jesus is for ourselves. If, if creation gets our attention, the word of God gives us insight into what a relationship with a living God looks like by the Holy Spirit through all that Jesus has done for us as Bonnie prayed just a moment ago. We need to have people, we need to be people who have understood, explained, had it explained, are willing and able to explain it to others, to, to tell them about the immensity of God's grace and his love and his mercy and his desire to know each and every one of us intimately, perfectly, his desire to have a relationship with us. And so if we first recognize that God is powerful, we see in, in the next few verses, seven through to maybe 11, that God is revealed in scripture. Who he is is revealed in scripture. It tells us, keeping with the theme, that it is the, the law of the Lord is perfect and it says refreshing for the soul in verse seven. And we find precious mysteries and truths in God's word. As I spoke on Sunday, I encourage you, there's so much in here that's A, worth hearing, but B, worth responding to. Not just for our refreshment in the sense of feeling better about ourselves, but our refreshment in terms of becoming more like Jesus and being deliberate about being people that respond to God's word and bear fruit. Because you know, this book, it's really wonderful. To be refreshed, we need to recognize, and this is my second recognize, that the word of God is life-changing. It's not just helpful, it's not just good, it's not just something that is good to sort of spend a few minutes in at the start of each day, but if we decide to listen, hear well and respond, it's absolutely life-changing. So we recognize God is powerful, we recognize that the word of God is life-changing. It revives us, it makes us wise, it gives us, grit, it gives us joy, it lights up darkness, it warns us, it guides us. Living in light of that means rinsing it of its truth. Finding out what it says about all the different questions that you have, finding out what it says about all the different worries that you have, finding out what it says about what happens when things are going really well and where the glory should be going. This book won't let you down, so we've got to recognize that it's life-changing as we go into summer, as we go into our lives and want to be people who are refreshed by God ultimately knowing refreshment for the soul, as I said at the beginning. And yes, as you look around you, as you look around and maybe there's people in your connect group here, maybe there's people who you've got to know for a long time, maybe you're new, welcome. Actually, as a church, we wanna be deliberate about being people who walk alongside one another. We are calling out of one another the deliberateness of responding to God's word. It's much harder on your own to do this well, but this psalm is really about how we respond to God personally. But can I encourage you as we come together as a church for summer nights that we can be deliberate about the people we have around us who are calling the best out of us in these areas. We can be deliberate about how we are accountable for the things that we find difficult, even the sin that is in our lives. That's important. I'm not sure it's perfectly said in this psalm, but it is important. And so as we carry on through and we look onto verse 12 and 13, we, it's highlighted here that we get stuff wrong, basically, is that there is, there is sin in our own lives and, and we need forgiveness and we need a place to go when we don't do life, when we don't do the things that God is calling us to do 
well, when we don't do them perfectly, we, we need a place to go. And when we, we've recognized that God is powerful, we've recognized that the word of God is life-changing, and I would encourage you as you come to be somebody who wants to be refreshed, somebody who wants to be deliberate about your relationship with God, that time and time again we need to come and be people who recognize that we need a savior, and it's Jesus. To recognize that we need a savior, to come to him, keep your servant also from willful sins, to be deliberate and real about the fact that sometimes it's a little bit tricky and a little bit difficult. Over summer, out of pattern, maybe it's the easiest time to slip up in certain areas. Let's be deliberate about coming and knowing that we have a savior in Jesus who gives us a place for our sin to go, that we go on being repentant. When we were talking about the, the Acts verse, 3 verse 19 at the weekend away, it basically said that refreshment comes from repentance, from being people who are willing to time and time again come back to God and say, you know what, I'm sorry, help me, lead me in your way. I love, I love at the end of, uh, in one of the Psalms, it talk, talks about, basically, test me, O God, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me, and then lead me in your way. And, and there's such life in that, of not only are you saying, God, show me where I've got it wrong, but you're saying, oh, and help me on the other side of it once I've come and I've said sorry. And refreshment, real soul refreshment, comes from being deliberate about saying, hey, God, I, I need you, recognizing that we need a savior. So the three things, that God is powerful. I'm not, neither are you. God is powerful. The word of God is life-changing, so we better take it seriously. And that we need a savior. And we should be deliberate about saying sorry when we need to do that. And so in some ways, as we come to the end, this is not a long talk. I've been talking nine minutes, I'm allowed 10. You're welcome. Verse 14, it comes and it helps us to say, these are the three things that we've recognized, so how do we respond? May the words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. How would it be if we deliberately said to God in everything that we thought, did and said, make it be pleasing in your sight? That the things I think and the things I do and the way I am, Jesus, I want it to be right. And these three things that I've encouraged us to recognize give us a platform to be able to do that. There's a reason this verse is at the end. The work's already been done. Recognize God is powerful. Recognize the word of God is life-changing. Recognize our need for a savior. And can I encourage us, the way that I think that we should respond to this, and I, and I used this on Sunday as we looked at the parable of the sower, is that we respond wholeheartedly. With everything is a phrase I've always liked to use. We respond wholeheartedly deliberate and wholehearted after Jesus. Amen.